0: Why do some couples go to the gym? It's because they want their relationships to work out. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. We're continuing our series on small business owners who are springing from COVID. And our guest this week, well, he is the salsa and seasonings, or the salt, of the business world. This is Small Business Celebration. Join us as we learn from successful business owners and successful business leaders about who they are, from where their business has grown, what they have learned, and where their successful business is going. I'm your host, Michael I. Roberts, and we're going to learn something that you can use today to grow a strong and profitable business. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. And our guest this week is Philip Beltran, the owner of Brother Ray's Salsa and Seasoning. Welcome to Small Business Celebration. Thank you. And for visionaries who don't know who you are, who are you and what is it that you do?
1: Hi everyone, my name is Phil Beltran, and I own Brother Ray's Salsa and Seasonings. We make fresh salsas, uh, seasonings with no additives at all, and sauces, a couple of decadent ones, so.
0: We are here this beautiful Saturday morning here at the Hen's Roost Farmer's Market. And if you've never been here, it's over here off of 19th and G Streets here in downtown Bakersfield. And for those listening to this program on the podcast Phil. Describe the environment here of the farmer's market.
1: Yeah, you know, it, it's really nice here because it's nestled in this beautiful spot downtown. We're between the Fox Theater and the Padre Hotel. The Niles are right across the street and it's just like the heart of downtown. So it's really homey, very inviting.
0: And if you hear lots of conversation in the background, you hear traffic, you hear things scraping along, it's because we're on location here talking with, with Brother Ray, as it were. So before you started Brother Ray's Salsa and Seasoning, what did you do beforehand?
1: I actually worked in equipment sales uh for almost 20 years Mm. and by a certain circus set of circumstances i found myself back here and uh needed to do something and that's where i took a look at some of my dad's recipes and Ah. and decided to try to do something with them
0: what made your dad's recipes so appealing in the first place
1: well i had worked with him during his catering career here in town Mm -hmm. and so i knew what they were like, and I, I knew some of the responses people got from s- some of his parties that he did, and right. so I knew I had a pretty good shot of, of making something work.
0: It's one thing to look at dad's recipes and say, you know, there's something there, there. It's something else to make a business out of it. What, Why did you see the opportunity of there to be a viable business in your father's recipes of salsa?
1: Um, I think it was the fact that I could Use the farmers market as a stepping stone, and I knew that there would be an outlet there for, to bring more people to it, uh-huh. and then and then go from there and see which see which uh, path I wanted to follow with it.
0: You've been doing this business for how many years?
1: Nine years now.
0: Nine years. Have is your business exclusively here in the farmers market?
1: No, no, no. It used to be. I started out that way, and then th- through growing through the farmers market, I decided that uh, it was good to have my um, product in, in stores. Uh-huh. And so that's when I started pushing towards uh, local stores. At first we gained some stores here, but here recently in the last year, we've been able to expand to the central coast and now breaking into Tulare County. So. And and future plans from here on out, too. There's more ahead.
0: Things shall grow. Yes, yes, yes. One of the things we're going to talk about in the next segment are some of the pitfalls and the growing pains of going from a farmer's market to the retail market and some of the things to look out for and watch out for. But before we do that, go ahead and tell us, first of all, what is your number one seller right now?
1: That would be my wrench at a salsa.
0: And why is it so popular?
1: It's a traditional salsa recipe, and then we back it with a very family-friendly heat. Even the kids can use it, and parents really tend to like it.
0: I have to make a confession. I was here last weekend before we recorded this, and I had some of the salsa, and I can tell you that later on when this market officially opens, my wife is going to be one of the very first people in line to get another one of those because it's absolutely (laughs) delightful. Thank you. Now, one of the other things about this, though, is you have grown this business out of your home family kitchen and you've grown it into a commercial kitchen in another part of town. What precipitated the popularity of your salsa locally and now that it's growing up and down the state of California?
1: I think it was just mainly the word of mouth being here at farmers market exposed me to a lot of potential customers uh-huh. and of course I latched on to that and I, I mean we, we do everything to can to make it as healthy and, and, and fresh for the customer and by their response and everything it just made me want to make a better product for them in the outrun.
0: Uh, and there is the key, Yeah, is is your interaction with the public. Something else we're gonna talk about more in the next segment. And if visioneers want to learn more about all the delicious salsas that you have, all the different rubs and spices you have, how do they do that?
1: Well, they can find us on Instagram at Brother Ray Salsa. We also have a Facebook page. And then they can go, of course, go to the website, www. BroRaySalsa.com
0: Do you have a phone number?
1: Yes, I have a phone number. It is uh, area code 661-309-5621 and also our email is info at BroRaySalsa.com
0: And if you enjoy Small Business Celebration, go ahead and like, subscribe, and notify. And when we come back, we're going to talk about how you grow your business from a farmer's market into retail stores up and down the state of California when we come right back.
2: Your face is your brand. Portraits are important because you need to be the face of your business. Whether you're the business owner, you ought offer a product or service, you need to put that out there. It's the representation of your company. You can find Red Crane Portraits online at redcraneportraits.com. I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. You can call us at 661-243-0931 or you can email me at shauna at redcraneportraits.com. Your face is your brand. So call Red Crane Portraits today.
0: We're here with Philip Beltran, the owner of Brother Ray's Salsa and Seasonings. And our visionary question comes from Brianna who asks, we've been doing many farmer's markets for many years and have developed quite a following. We know retailing our product is the next step, but we're concerned about leaving the farmer's market, even though they are a lot of work. What have you found?
1: well it's good that they've already established a a certain following but if you want to continue to grow that you have to have a presence here i've seen uh, many of our former vendors here at market they'll either do retail stores or get a brick and mortar and they'll pull out of market for me I mean it's been six years since we've had retail stores. We're still here because of the fact that we still gain we still gain customer share at market. Uh, it's still a word of mouth business. It's still the best place to showcase your business and get the word out.
0: Does the interaction that you have with the public, even though you don't have to, is that key an important part of your business here being a the
1: farmer's market? Absolutely, and even though that I'm to the point where I really don't have to be here now, I can now hire somebody to come in and do the weekends for me, I still wanna be here. Why is that? Because it's the interaction with the customers, mm. the talking to them, getting their input, their opinions, their ideas about things, the things that I haven't thought of that I can share with other people or implement into any other future products that I might have coming up. It's very important. And that's the key right there. It's that near
0: instantaneous customer feedback. What changes have you made in your business and your product lines because of that feedback? Uh,
1: I, I tell you what, one of one of the changes that I've made was on our mild salsa, the garlic sauce, because it used to have some jalapenos in it and it was a little hot, not too bad, but um, it, people were happy that it didn't have cilantro because I had, did have some customers that were allergic. Right. and then. I had more and more customers that were allergic to jalapeno, so it seemed a natural course to take. Since it didn't have that much in it, I would just take it out, and then, actually, it allowed it more to focus on the garlic flavor of that particular salsa. One of the other things
0: about this, too, is it gives you a chance to interact with a lot of other small businesses here in here in downtown bakersfield what has been why are you so involved not just here in the farmers market but all these other small businesses here
1: well first of all the market here this is my family uh, we all look out for each other we trust each other uh we trade with each other all the time we're, we're just a family here and and it's a tight-knit group and, and i'm very grateful to be part of this here
0: how has that helped your business and how has helped them grow as well
1: well Apart from the farmer's market, I have been able to get more involved with other small businesses here in town, either uh, them using my product uh, for their meats and their menus or doing g- joint venture projects. I, we did a joint venture this last week with Zapeta Stone Fire and uh, Second Phase Brewing and Green Fog Meat Company on Thursday night for their in- Mexican Independence Night and it was a blast it, and it was fun. You know, I've, I've got some, um, some recipes that I've handed out to another restaurant. Front here I'm not gonna say who because <laughs> it's gonna be a surprise and i tell you it's gonna be well worth it but I will
0: give you a hint visioneers the restaurateur has been a guest on small business yes. celebration and we are really looking forward to seeing what the two can do together on that but The nine years that you've had this business, it hasn't always been sunshines, unicorns, and rainbows, has it?
1: Of course, it has. (laughs)
0: It's been perfect
1: (laughs) all the way from the beginning. Yeah, no, 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 no. You know, uh, when I first started this, you know, I've taken some business courses in college, Uh um, and so I thought I had a fairly good grasp of it. And and I, what little I did know, did help me, but. No. I didn't know anything about it.
0: <laughs> it's it's amazing what you learn when you're actually doing it versus what's in the classroom.
1: It's trial by error, yeah. It's, you learn a lot through the mistakes that you make.
0: Tell us what has stood out to you that has been something that you learned that affects the decisions you make every
1: day. Uh, when it comes to the business? Yeah. Because I know what... what I, what happened in my personal life that made me do this but okay. I'm not really sure what happened in my
0: well let's, let's 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 talk about the what's happened personally that helped you move through this because personal life and business are inside. yeah
1: because it was it was the fact that I, I, I lost my house really yeah what happened? Well, I mean, I I, I bought it the wrong time back before the last housing bubble and I was living in Santa Clarita, working for the rental company. And and that's when um, things started to fall apart. And uh, my partner at the time, she lost her job and it needed both of our incomes. And that whole situation created a huge financial mess for me. It ruined my credit, put me in a huge amount of debt. And basically, I had to start over again. And it really taught me the value of the dollar. And that, I think, really helps me in making the the decisions in my business that I've done today. And actually, I'm grateful for what happened to me because it really taught me a lot uh, about a lot of different things. And and I'm actually in a better place for it now. Um, Being appreciative for the things that you do have, not the things that you don't, number one. And and putting one foot in front of the other when you think that you can't anymore and you think you've got a wall in front of you, you'll figure out how to go around it, over it, through it, or under it. But you'll figure it out. And that's just out of necessity. You know, and those are some of the things that I've learned. And and it's also taught me to have a better heart to other people. It really has. And we'll be right back.
0: We're six episodes away from the beginning of season four here on Small Business Celebration. So if you've got a thought, you've got an idea, something you'd like to learn about, reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram, and let us know what you would like to hear about, what you'd like to learn about, who you'd like to see even. So reach out to us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram today. I'm here with Philip Beltran, the owner of Brother Ray's Salsa and Seasoning. And our visionary question comes from Jason who asks, I am rapidly approaching retirement age and yet I want to take over an existing business. What are some of the things I should watch out for?
1: Well, I would have to say since you're, since you're doing it at an, older, at an older age like I am, Uh, You want to make sure that, first of all, you can do it, (laughs) because it gets harder and harder every year that I do this. Even though I love it, it still gets hard. And and then you want to make sure that um, you're going to have the time for it, too, because at at a later age, you already have family going, they're going to miss you, and you have to be able to find that balance. So uh, it it depends on what type of business you're going to go into, number one, and, and how... how how your support system is around you Mm. Um, just make sure that you can do it and make sure you have the time to do it and and the vision to build it and either change it or keep it the way that it is at the time
0: you bring up something very important in this because you were talking about time and existing family this sounds like it also requires a bit of energy too, that you may not be expecting that you're going to have to put forth that a 23-year-old can do almost instantaneously. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: How did you work with that? Because as you get older, sometimes it's harder to keep up with the 19 and 23-year-old business entrepreneurs.
1: Yeah, I mean, when I started it nine years ago, uh, I was nine years younger <laughs> and I had a bit more energy. Um, but as I grew this business, uh, it was just the fact that, you know, the Customers reacting, my interaction with them—I wanted to do better for them, right? And, and that's what gave me that drive to to keep going, you know. in, in the later years, and, and even when it's hard today, it's my customers that keep me going.
0: One of the things that you have had a fascination with for a very long time, since you were a kid, I would say, is trains. Yes. And why is there this fascination with trains? What do you enjoy from the experience and and, and with trains?
1: I don't know where I got it, but I I can remember (laughs) as early as as I can remember me playing with trains. Uh, And I don't know where it came from, but just the fascination, the mechanical motion, and the engineering that goes behind trains. And uh, the bigger the better. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and the older the better. No diesels for me, it's all only steamies.
0: Ah. Uh, yeah, no
1: diesels. Uh-uh. So
0: you know the difference between black smoke, gray smoke, and white smoke?
1: Absolutely, yes.
0: Have you ever been to the California State Railroad Museum in Sacramento?
1: Oh yeah, yeah, a number of times. Uh, any ch- time that I'm out, You know, doing a vacation or something. If there's a railroad, if there's a railroad museum around, I'll definitely be there.
0: Why has this experience been such an important part of your life, and what do you get out of that experience?
1: There's just a great inner satisfaction of seeing something that old, that big, and actually for the time period that they were built, yeah. they were amazing machines. So really? It, yeah, it, it, all that just a general satisfaction to me, just listening to the the clackety-clack of the rails. And yeah. Sure. It's all. What have you
0: learned from your interest and fascination with locomotives and steam engines that you apply to your business?
1: The track never ends, and it, it'll, it'll go as far as only you want it to go. Yeah. So, lay your track, follow it to your dream, you know, and just keep on going. Keep feeding that coal. That coal is, is the customers you have in your pipeline, and they're going to keep that motor running.
0: What wakes you up every morning and opens your business?
1: It's the customers. How so? Um, part of it is being here at the market. You know, when I give the opportunity to have somebody taste something right in front of me and I see their reaction, I, I, that's gold to me, just to see the, the, the surprise and the shock in their face and, and the joy when they taste something. And, and it's um, it's that, it's talking to the customers, it's, you know, when I'm out on deliveries, I, I, I see customers and I'll run into them, I'll stop and talk to them for 10-15 minutes, that's what they want. I, I get a kick out of it. This is what keeps me going, it's the customers through and through.
0: If visionaries want to learn more about you and get in touch with you, how do they do that?
1: They can either text me at 661 309 5621. They can email me. They can come down to the market and talk to me. You know, that's one of the things I've learned about building this business after losing everything that I had is that I'll help out whoever I can whenever I can with advice or whatever, you know, because I've had to learn a lot of this stuff on my own. If I can share what I've learned with somebody else, make it easier for them, then that's what I'll do.
0: Well, Philip, this has been a real privilege. Thank you very much for joining us here on Small Business Celebration. Thank you for having me. And I'll be right back with my final thought.
2: Your face is your brand. Portraits are important because you need to be the face of your business. Whether you're the business owner, you offer a product or service, you need to put that out there. It's the representation of your company. You can find Red Crane Portraits online at redcraneportraits.com. I'm also on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. You can call us at 661-243-0931 or you can email me at shauna at redcraneportraits.com. Your face is your brand, so call Red Crane Portraits today.
0: Bella and Mr. Bakersfield. There's a gentleman whom locally I fondly refer to as Mr. Bakersfield. The reason is, is because whenever he walks into a room, everybody is genuinely happy to see him. Now, a few weeks ago, Tamil and I were having dinner when Mr. Bakersfield walked into the room. And I got to think, it took Mr. Bakersfield probably at least a half an hour for him to get from the front door to his table. And that's because he seemed to know everybody in the room. And he went from table to table to table with a quick hello and a quick bit of small talk before he went to the next table. Now, for those of you who have been following Small Business Celebration for a while, you know that I'm very much an introvert and I only play an extrovert on television. And I absolutely marveled at Mr. Bakersfield's skill for being able to have people genuinely happy to see him. Well, as with most dinners, it came to a close and Tamil and I went home when we were greeted by our dog, Bella. Bella came running out of the front door, tail wagging, shaking with enthusiasm and excitement, giving us all kinds of loves and kisses. And that's when I realized the magic of Mr. Bakersfield. You see, Bella greets us with enthusiasm, she's shaking with excitement, her tail is wagging furiously, and she has absolutely no pretense, no judgment, other than she is genuinely happy to see us. So if you're having difficulties relating to people or you wish you could light up the room, be like Bella. Greet people with enthusiasm, shaking with excitement, your tail wagging, and people will begin to genuinely appreciate you as well. I hope you enjoyed our conversation we had this week with Philip Beltran, the owner of Brother Ray's Salsa and Seasoning, and I hope you join us here again next week. Thank you for listening to the Small Business Celebration Podcast. Some of today's music was brought to you by Ted Hammond, and you might find more of Ted's music at ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. That's ReverbNation.com forward slash Ted Hammond. If you enjoyed this episode and gained some insight from it for your business, subscribe to the Small Business Celebration podcast at iTunes.com forward slash Small Business Celebration and give us a five-star review. Also, if there's a business you'd like us to interview, reach out to us on LinkedIn and Facebook and let us know. Until next time, I'm your host, Michael Roberts of the Small Business Celebration podcast, and we wish you a strong and profitable business.